Wake up, America, before it's too late. The Steve Day Show. All right, greetings. Happy Wednesday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show live and on demand here on Blaze TV. But I don't care that it's the three-year anniversary of Donald Trump making the dumbest, most immoral management decision in the history of humanity. And is not apologetic for it in the least. And that's before he made the second dumbest and most immoral management decision in American history in Operation Warp Speed. We want to mock the other guys for still wearing masks on planes and not taking Steve Kirsch's hundred grand. There are people in this audience who got poisoned by Operation Warp Speed and just can't wait. To do the time warp again, because Cheeto Jesus saves. Nah, let's let's just take all the idols. Um, Steve, you have a movie coming out in thirty days, and you need all this. Bleep that noise! Smash them all to talcum powder to dust. The literal gates of the black gates of Mordor are open. And the best we got is run it back with the guy who's unapologetically open the gates, open them. Some of you won't like this. Because some of you's calculus isn't based on any outcome, but only elections. On the other side, they only care about generations. Guess who's winning? Donald Trump is the Jar Jar Binks of this story, folks. I'm going to vote the Center Emergency Powers. I nominate Palpatine. You say people are going to die? He's the, he's the useful idiot. He's the Jar Jar Binks of the story. Standing up there in that video with Anthony Fauci, demonic. Deborah Burks ought to be put on trial where the penalty is to be hung by her bedazzled scarf. After a fair trial, of course. Please make sure over at Media Matters you put that part in at the end. I'll sue you faster than Charlie Kirk could say UC Davis if you don't. And as acolytes, the best we got, they're grooming the kids on Netflix. They pumped Joe Biden full of so much Adderall just to get him to sign an executive order. That's probably a 50-50 clip will ever survive at the Supreme Court. Who knows? Just eliminating amendments to the Constitution. And here, but, but here's what we got. Jeb Bush stood behind Ron DeSantis at an inauguration and Laura Loomer's uh, knee pads meme for Christina Pushaw. That's, that's what we have to offer is that 
then you all deserve exactly what is coming to you. And mark my words, it's coming hard and coming in hot. And it doesn't give a runny turd about your shibboleths, your popularity contests, your Trump prophecies that never came true. This isn't a joke. This is real. That poison that he doesn't want to apologize for, people are dead. They're not coming back. Their kids are dead. They're not coming back. Your hearing is gone. It's not coming back. Is this on? But hey, we drew some knee pads. We made a meme. Meanwhile, over here, go tell your parents, because I learned from a cow on Netflix, I'm non-binary, and have them cut your balls off before you're five. (laughs) I don't know why there's so much opposition to David French. He's who we are! Pretending to be something we're not. Now, in his case, he's pretending to be one of us. But you know what? Many of us are, too. (laughs) Many of us are, too. We're pretending, too. We just want a talking point. We just want a meme. We're going to get rolled. Rolled. The only times I've heard from somebody that has Christian in their bio, I believe one of the commandments is not to bear false witness, correct? Is that one of the commandments? It is. It is. And didn't Jesus say that you know a tree by its fruit? fruit? Right. Did he say you know a tree by what it grows next to? Is that what he said? No. No. Did he, did he say you know a tree by who likes the fruit of the tree and thinks it's tasty? Is that what he said? No. No. He said you know a tree by the fruit that it actually produces, right? Yes. Yeah. Nothing else. That was it, right? That's it. Simple standard. Not easy, apparently, though, but simple. How many I, tweets I've already received from people? Not in the sense that that does Okay, let's just, just, and I always come back with, let's assume that is true. What about his actual record do you disagree with? See, this isn't even about a guy named Ron DeSantis. I don't even know this cat. But if we had social media in Josiah's time, same thing would have happened. It doesn't matter to me that he went to the high places and tore down the Asherah poles. What matters to me is um, the third pauper in his court posted a meme, and I don't like him. So you're just not serious. And you know how many of these people always come have have an answer? They, they none, N- none, none is the none of them ever do none. If you think I'm going to take it easy on you these next few months, you are gravely mistaken. Oh, no. It may be too late. Frankly, I suspect that it is. And I have no concerns if it is. 
The Lord giveth and the Lord taketh away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. If it is too late, it's not as if we don't deserve it to be. But just in case it's not, let me tell you what won't work. Let me tell you what we'll lose. I don't know what we'll win. I, I don't, man. I don't. I will tell you, though, what we'll lose. Stupid. Dumbasses are going to lose. I promise you. Dumbass loses. In every history book. I just want to be left alone. I want it to be comfortable and easy. Loses in every history book ever written. Dumb and complacent is no way to go through life, patriot. And if that's you, you're not one. Ask yourself this question. Tomorrow on the third year anniversary of 15 days to flatten the curve. Do you think Donald Trump will show you any level of remorse at all? You got more remorse out of Gretchen Whitmer yesterday. I'll take things you should never say because it's not good for clicks, Alex. I don't give a turd. I don't care because it's true. So I'm going to say it. I mean, she's literally a demonic construct. She actually has shown more self-awareness. We don't have time. Uh, We just don't. We don't have any more time for people who talk a good game at their rallies, but then when they get punched in the face by the spirit of the age, are just like, all right, cool, roll over. We don't, we don't have any more time for that. Maybe you think we've got all kinds of time. I guess we just disagree. We made white trash memes and I gave a bunch of drain the swamp speeches, but then I stood up at a podium with Anthony Fauci and drained your swamp instead. I'm sorry. I just, if you think that's got any chance at all to be any kind of a threat to the level of evil we're up against, man, it's laughing at us. Laughing. It's pissed. It's pissed itself laughing at us. The black gate is open. The orcs are pouring out. And we're standing around masturbating to memes. And pretending like Trump did not make these decisions and owes no recompense for them. I don't understand that. I don't. And I never want to. Don't try to make me understand it. You'll be dumb. I'll crush you. Not because I'm brilliant. 
you're just that dumb. So it'll be easy. So don't try it. We're playing for serious stakes here. Serious. Are we serious about this? Because I know they are. Serious as a Trump vaccine-induced myocarditis heart attack. I can promise you that. Real serious. Deathly serious stakes we're playing for here. Who knows? Could be July or August. I don't know when you'll ever get your businesses back. I don't know. I saved 100 million people. Get the bleep out of here, man. Are you kidding me with this? That's our answer? That's our answer. That's the best we're going to offer up against literally the gates of hell that <laughs> good luck I want to follow up with this because I ran out of time I have more to say I want to get to the situation in Vermont Is there only one Christian school in Vermont? I mean, I know it's the, it's the Bernie Sanders state, but maybe the, it's a small state. Maybe there's only one. I mean, I don't know. Okay. I doubt it. But I doubt it. I know there's Catholic schools, so let's start there. So why aren't, why haven't I seen, and maybe it's happened, and if it has, please, by all means, send, send me the news, steve at stevedace.com. Where's the rest of their Christian brethren coming to their defense? Is there at least one Christian at the school that put this bearded lady insanity on display that the Christian school refused to, com- to, to compete against? Do you think there's, there's got to be one, one person who professes Christ in that school, right? One of them. Mm-hmm. One of them has to. Did they come forward and say a word? They come forward in defense? Well, Steve, what can one person do? I'll tell you what one person can do. One day, a tiny little monk left his monastery and visited Rome, the central hub of power in the world. Came upon the Colosseum and he heard the cheering and the frolicking and he wondered what's going on in there. So he went inside. And what he saw horrified him. He was witnessing the gladiator games, complete human savagery. And he watched a bloodthirsty crowd that outnumbered him tens of thousands to one. Relish in it. So he begins to say from within the crowd, 
In the name of Christ, he says in Latin, in the name of Christ, forbear. Stop. Nobody pays attention to him. He says it louder. People start turning around. Who's this little, little dude? Where's he get off? And they think it's a joke. He goes down to the arena. In the midst of the festivities, he goes down onto the grounds of the Colosseum. And now they think that this is part of the show. He's basically a court jester. He's the, he's the, he's the, uh, the levity entertainment. But as he continues to say now, more seriously and louder, in the name of Christ, stop. Now they realize this is not part of the routine. This is serious. He's serious. The crowd boos, hisses, jeers loudly, turns on him. In response, one of the combatants runs him through with his sword right there in front of the entire crowd. And he dies. However, that act and the rubber band blowback, reverb, response to his murder made that the last day that the Gladiator Games ever took place at the Roman Colosseum. His name, that little monk, is Telemachus. His name is remembered. We don't know the name of the fiend that ran him through on his sword. Don't know the names of anybody in the crowd that jeered as he pled for them to stop what they're doing and then cheered as they watched him bleed out. We don't know any of their names. Many of them are probably in hell as we speak. But we know on the authority of God's word that Telemachus, he got a crown. A crown of glory for what he did. Don't tell me one person can't make a difference. You're out there, we need election integrity, but one person can't make a difference. It's a little bit like only Trump can save us, but he can't also be held accountable for any of the crap decisions he made because it was just too daunting of a task to go up against the whole system. Does that make any sense to you? Well, not especially not since he said he was the only one who yes, can save. He's the only one that can do all these things, yet we can't count on him to do these things because the swamp's just too daunting. You're just in a cult, man. You're in a celebrity cult. And that's coming from a guy that frankly worked harder to get Donald Trump reelected in 2020 than he did. We were the show yelling at him, send in the guards, start killing these thugs rioting in the streets, start arresting and killing them now. Let's go. What are we doing here? This is America, not Chaz. Let's roll. We don't let foreign incursions on our soil. Did he do that though? No. No. We were the ones yelling and screaming, open the country back up. This is a scam. Stop surrendering your presidency to Anthony Fauci. Fire his demonic ass. Did he do that, though? He did not. He did not, no. Yeah, we worked harder to get him reelected than he did, even on the election integrity issue. Stop following this bizarre dominion tale you couldn't possibly unearth. Even if it's all true, you couldn't possibly connect every one of these dots before the electoral college meets. It's not possible. Argue over the chain of custody of those ballots. Where did they come from? Who signed off on them? Why are they all so uniform? Did we not do that too? We did. Yes. Did he do that? He did not. He did not. 
So yeah, hell yeah. I worked harder to get Donald Trump reelected in 2020 than he did. What is our true level of commitment here? Why did any of the dads, I'm sorry, if that, if you let your daughter be subjected to that, you're not a dad. You suck. You're not even a man. What are you? You're nothing. Where is every Christian in Vermont? Every pastor. And yeah, I know it's Vermont. It ain't many, but there's always a remnant. I bet you it's at least a few hundred. I'll bet you it's at least a few mm-hmm. thousand instantly coming to the aid of this school, defending them. Well done, good and faithful servants. You know, in the biblical model, both judgment and mercy and grace both actually begin in the church. We hold ourselves accountable before we hold the world accountable. But then we also support ourselves before we love our neighbor as we love ourselves. Our most immediate neighbor, our own brothers and sisters. Never give up doing good, Paul says, especially to one another, especially to one another, especially to one another, especially to one another. If you're a pastor and you have nothing to say in support of your brothers and sisters who took that stance yesterday, that valiant stance, and paid a cost. Those athletes, they worked hard all offseason, all season to get to this point. It was taken from them unjustly. And you've got 50 meetings this morning about community outreach, and you've got nothing to say in support. You're not a pastor, at least not of this gospel. You're something else. And I say that on the authority, not of my own, of the word of God itself. Where are their supporters? Where are their brothers and sisters? Don't you dare go into a church in Vermont this weekend and take communion if you were silent. Don't put your hand in the air when they play the music. Don't. You're a poser. Write David French on your name tag. He is your true father. As we sit here on the third anniversary of this still never-ending evil, as we look at the excess death numbers around the world, and I'm being told just to ignore it all, because it'll be good for clicks in business. Nope. I'm sorry Ron DeSantis is the only person trying, literally, the only public official on, in the country attempting to get any justice at all for what happened. He's the only one. That's not my fault. That's theirs. He's got the only health department that has told the truth about the jabs 
And even they've told it rather tepidly. It's just they look like the freaking, they look like a 2020 vision in the land of the blind. Joe Latipo looks like Albert Schweitzer when everybody else is Helen Keller. He's Joan of Arc when surrounded by eunuchs. Only state with a grand jury. But it's okay. doesn't matter. It's okay. It's okay you got poisoned. It's okay they, that your family business will never come back. And it's okay your kids are never going to recover from the time taken away from them. Because Jeb Bush stood behind Ron DeSantis at his inauguration. You're not a serious person. You're not. And someone needs to tell you. So I'm going to nominate myself for the job. You're not serious. You know, a tree by its fruit. The last few years, what has Trump done to help us win arguments? No, he toured the country with Bill O'Reilly and lectured you on his jab. Did that instead. Brought Woody Johnson up on stage the very day he got cited for his unsafe jab. Because he's got a ton of money. I'm sorry, I just, I cannot be silent in the face of this stuff. I don't know how some of you can be. I don't. And don't tell me I don't have anything to lose. My company's over a million dollars in debt to finance this movie. Over a million dollars in debt to finance this movie. And that's on top of the money that we actually came up with amongst our own investors to pay for it. I have employees. I have an expectation level I have to meet from an audience size and everything else. Uh, I mean, the Blaze has invested nearly $2 million in this show for the next three years. I don't understand how you can just be quiet. I don't. What I do understand, though, is that's exactly what the enemy wants. I do know that. I know that. I do know the spirit of the age loves this Donald Trump. Yeah. No self-awareness at all. And just try to personally destroy the one person who cleaned up all the messes you left us. Doesn't want a self-aware Donald Trump, a repentant one. Who's actually willing to look at the data of the carnage of what his initiative created and is still, what is still ongoing. And therefore motivates him like John Newton was motivated as a, as a slave trader. 
gets born again and then ends up writing the greatest hymn ever written. Doesn't want that Trump. Doesn't want that one. Wants the one you all want to worship. Loves it, in fact. Doesn't even care if he wins. They'll just roll him if he gets in there. That's what they did half the time anyway. Hey, no trannies. Chief, joint chiefs are like, ah, we're going to have trannies. Trump's like, peace out. Right? Yeah. How many times did we see that? A lot. Don't say a word. I mean, did you guys read the accounts in Vermont about how this guy was slowing down? Did you guys see this? No. Or was, is it Vermont or Massachusetts is the one I'm talking about, oh, maybe? Ma- Massachusetts. Massachusetts yeah. The one in yeah. Massachusetts where the, the, the guy, he was literally mocking yeah. them. Yeah. Mocking them. Slowing down to mock them. Anybody in those stands that calls themselves a dad who just allowed that to happen and had nothing to say, I, I won't even tell you what any other generation of Americans would have done in this situation. Which is why this situation would have never happened to them. And if you sat there while that guy just mocked your daughters, I'm ashamed of you. And so should everybody else be. You're pathetic. Write David French on your name badge. Unless all you red staters think just because it's over there, that's why it's happening. This is the point Steve's trying to make. I have zero confidence that right here in red state Iowa that you wouldn't have a bunch of dudes also clapping for it. Neither too. do I. Neither do zero. I. Yeah, I, I don't either. I don't. How do you guys think this stuff's going to go away? What would possibly make Netflix stop doing with what it's doing with shows like that? Getting punished for it. Whom will do the punishing? I came in in a pretty good mood, actually, this morning. (laughs) That montage, man. I did not intend to go here. But you know what? I'm off the next two days. I don't talk to you again until Monday. You may, frankly, like that after the last hour. But we got to be honest with ourselves. We're not being honest with ourselves. I forgot, I forgot to tell you, I've got the Crichton Leprechaun ready to go, if you want it. That, that montage triggered me. I mean, seeing him up on the stage, reliving all of that. I mean, I, I just... I had, I had to get my composure because I'm going to lose. I've, I've already lost it, probably. But just... Let us know what you think about what we think. Steve at SteveDace.com is the email address. Like us on Facebook, me, we, and Gab. Follow me at Steve Day Show on Twitter, Gitter, Instagram, and TikTok. You can also find me on Truth Social at Real Steve Dace there. Don't forget D-E-A-C-E is how to spell the last name. If you are a podcast listener, please, if you don't mind, leave us a five-star review. If you like the show, of course. I would imagine there may not be a lot of five-star reviews after today's show. Uh, <laughs> 
Um, if you're if you're a sadomasochist and you really enjoyed that first hour, then maybe this is your day to send us a five star review. Who knows? Thanks to all of you that have done that. You can also hit subscribe or follow as well. Man, that montage just set me off. All right. The theme of today's show is conviction. Last segment, we talked about the level of conviction of the opponent here. And even though we are in a full-fledged cold civil war, I don't want to use the term enemies. I think many of these people are spiritually deceived. And as Paul would say, such as once were some of you. I don't think all of them are spiritually deceived. I think some of them are absolutely spiritually willing. But we are to feed sheep, right? Mm-hmm. And sheep just don't know. So we feed the sheep. And metaphorically, of course, we shoot wolves. And that's one of the reasons why we stand for the truth as often as we can in all things, as best as we can as imperfect vessels. Because it is it is that reliance on truth and the character and integrity that people see that comes from that consistency that ultimately will reveal who's a sheep and who's a wolf, right? Yes. Because then people, after a while, and some of us are more stubborn than others. I mean, I didn't get converted until I was 30, right? So, I mean, most studies tell you if you're not converted by the time you're 30, it ain't happening. So, even my own conversion story is contrarian, okay? But... um. If we successfully and consistently model truth, more often than not, you'll find out who's a sheep and who's a wolf. Eventually, the sheep will say, show me your ways (laughs) or tell me more. When will the wolf say that? Never. Never. Wolf will never say that. But we'll come up with new ways to lie, deceive, gaslight, right? Yes. Yeah. So... That's when we become sheepdogs and we protect those sheep from the wolf. So even though we are in a full-fledged cold civil war, I think that language is very important to understand. We are in a full-fledged cold civil war. Without a doubt, we are. I think the country absolutely needs to turn the page from the boomer generation and move on. I don't believe Donald Trump has has demonstrated the level of discipline and discernment um, and wisdom it takes to truly confront the level of enemy we're up against. That all being said, he also is the president that ended Roe v. Wade and actually gave us peace in the Middle East. If in the end... Our choice of general is him against whomever they nominate. I'll stuff the damn ballot box for Donald Trump myself. All right. Pray like heaven he wins. And then if he does, try to avoid as many of his public appearances as I possibly can the next four years because they freaking great on me. But I'd much rather, which problems would you rather have? Oh, Let's go back in the time. Absolutely. Machine, yeah. I mean, I, I, I mean I, if you could snap your fingers and make it 2017 and 2018 right now, wouldn't you do it? Oh, yeah. Yeah. We all would. So that brings us to our own convictions. I get these kinds of comments a lot. I want to show you this other tweet. 
This is from a guy who's uh, the Clemson guy, 1776. I like that, by the way. It's a cool screen name. Never Trump going to never Trump. He, he's talking about me. This is in response to me. Uh, Dace is in the process of getting any interest in his movie. I own the book. I've started listening to Steve again as it seemed he had learned, but I may have been wrong. Now, I've actually learned quite a bit the last few years. I, I didn't possibly believe they would wholesale make up character assassination allegations against a Supreme Court justice who, I mean, I get lying about Clarence Thomas. He's actually one of us and black. I, I'm not saying I approve it, but demonically I get the strategy. Mm-hmm. I mean, what he represented, and 30 years ago on top of that, okay. Well, I mean, what he represented as a paradigm shift, I, I get why they had to lynch him. I totally get it. Kavanaugh? The guy who saved Obamacare? <laughs> I mean, that... Carl Rove, I think is what we called him after Trump nominated him. We called him Carl Rove in a black robe, right? Is that what yeah. I called him on the show? Yeah. We got we to gotta do the, the supersize it, lynching of, of Clarence Thomas on, to Brett Kavanaugh? I just couldn't believe it. So I'm like, on the show, I said, hey, let's, let's have a hearing. Let's hear Christy Blasey Ford's. Remember this, I said, let's have a hearing. Of let's course. hear what she has to say. We actually changed our broadcast time of when we were on back then. We, I think we had actually just, was it just before or just after this that the merger with the Blaze occurred? I want to say maybe just after it happened. Uh, no, this was actually right during it. Right during I think it. it was okay. October. Okay. So I think it was either it was right after or right during it. We, we actually changed the time in which we worked so that we could come in here and live react to that hearing. You guys remember yeah. that? Yeah. That's how seriously we took it. And then we watched as she couldn't actually pinpoint any piece of singular evidence that connected her to Brett Kavanaugh on any level at all. Not. And like, and then, then after the hearing, like you would think with the hearing, they would have been like, all right, man, let's get out of here. You know what I'm saying? No. Then they brought out Julie Swetnick and mm-hmm. put her on with Michael. Remember that? I'm like, yes. okay, man. We're clearly dealing with something different here. I got to learn from this. And then I didn't think that Mueller would take a 50-year career of public service and just throw it away for some ham-fisted MSNBC fever dream, okay, of a, of a let's get on a left-wing Reddit forum and, 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 and play act a coup. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, I can't believe he did. Right? I even said that on the show for like months, right? Yes. Yeah. Happened. And that's exactly what he did. <laughs> okay. I think I've actually learned quite a bit. I've learned quite a bit. That's not what he's talking about. What he means learned is don't dare go against my hero. Don't dare criticize my hero. That's what he means. I've learned quite a bit. You guys have worked with me every day since 2015. Have I not demonstrated, okay. If this is where the truth is going to go, I may not be comfortable with it. It's not what I got into this show to start doing. Not when I envisioned we were going to start a national show in 2011. Not what I envisioned I was going to be doing. But I've been willing to get out of my comfort zone and learn from mistakes or facts on the ground and do things a lot differently than the way we started doing them when you all came to work here. Well, you haven't even mentioned the one that I count as perhaps the most important decision you've ever made in your career is the day after he won and beating your guy instead of taking it 
personally, you said we got to give this guy a chance. We got to give this guy a that, chance. That happened before Kavanaugh. That happened before Russian collusion. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, the learning started instantly. Here's this guy's Twitter bio. Clemson guy, so Tiger, proud Tiger, great football program. Pure blood, proud South Carolinian, USA, unapologetically America first. Now that number two item, pure blood. You guys know what that means, right? Uh, not that. Yeah, yeah, didn't take any of the of the gene juice. Uh-oh. Hmm. Who's the guy that, that told him to take the gene juice? Steve Dace or Donald Trump? That would be Donald Trump. Who's the guy that's proud of the gene juice that, that Clemson guy 1776 doesn't want to take? Again, Donald Trump. Who's the guy that tried to warn as many people like Clemson guy 1776 not to take the gene juice as I possibly could? That's you. That's me. And got banned off of the second, the top two largest um, uh, search platforms in the world, Google yes. and YouTube as a result, right? Right. Have had, has had how many strikes against my Facebook page, right? I mean, I, this has cost me an immense amount of audience, then, and v, which is another way of saying money mm-hmm. telling the truth about this, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So help me understand then. Help me understand. I'm asking. I mean, I genuinely want to know. I don't understand this. And and my default is to just go to some basic instinct of this is a cult. But I, I want to take it. I, I, I want to know, am I missing something? How is it possible that the guy who authored the gene juice tried to sell you to take it himself has taken it? to this day has shown no level of self-awareness. I mean, they're offering another round of baby clot shots. We can't even get Trump to come out and say, don't do those. He he escapes. He gets all of your adoration, but me, a group part of a small, very selective group of people who risked literally their entire careers to tell you the truth about this. We're the ones that uh, get the don't go against the family speech. I mean, I, I would think Fredo's the one that outed you. I would think Fredo's the one that turned you over to Pfizer. If we're making that analogy, not the person who actually tried to step in and stop it from happening. Help me understand this. Because I don't. And I would genuinely like to. I suspect it's just a hero cult. And I, and I think as human beings, we can't help but break down into that. We look for heroes. I mean, I, I wanted to be Kal-El as a child. I remember tearing up as a child watching Superman the movie for the first time, seeing real altruistic masculine heroism. He was my role model, literally, growing up. I 
until I knew my creator. Now I've got a different role model. One I wish I'd listened to more. I'd be better off if I did. I had a conversation over the weekend. I won't tell you with who. You know, we've been working to get our nefarious film in front of as many ministry leaders and conservative right. leaders as we can the last few weeks. Yeah. And I had a gentleman who's an assistant for someone who's a a, a, a great minister of the gospel. Very large congregation. Nationally known name. And one of his assistants called me up over the weekend and says, hey man, I'm, I'm trying to get the big guy to watch the movie. But he just texted me this question and I want to know how I should respond. Now, I, I have <laughs> several things about me a pastor should, particularly one of this man standing, should reconsider before aligning with or endorsing anything I'm a part of. I'm pretty open about all of them that I can tell you without breaking a confidence. I've told you guys before, I nearly went through a divorce that broke up my family a few years ago. We've, I've been open about that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm open about my own lust issues and growing up in the, the first porn generation in America, pretty open about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys listen to the show, you know I'm not always the best at taming my tongue. Pretty open about that's pretty obvious, unfortunately. Yes. So I have my issues. Do you think that he brought any, any of those issues up, though? Do you think that's the question that this pastor wanted me asked? I very much doubt it. I wish that it were. Gosh, I wish those were the issues. And if this, this assistant of his had said, hey, man, pastors thinks your show is too rough and the movie's rated R, just not for us. What do you think I would have said? Oh, you would have been disappointed, but it would have been a grown-up conversation. Yep, I would have respected it and we would have been moved on. No. No, all those are things that were not brought up. Instead, wasn't this guy never Trump? Seven years ago. That's the question that I was asked. That's the plumb line. Of a church. Mm-hmm. That's the plumb line. Is that I, I didn't, I, I didn't think a guy on his third marriage who was a zero time widow and had no political record prior to running for president other than endorsing Mitt Romney in a primary and donating to Planned Parenthood at Al Sharpton. No, I, I, after all the years of experience I've had with the Republican Party, I really wasn't all that confident that he was going to live up to his promises. But then after he did win, you pointed out a few minutes ago, what did I do the next day after the election? I came in here and said, that's over. Clean slate. I want you to be right. So let's see if you are. Turns out they were mostly right, right? So in 2020, what did I do? Try to justify my previous decision and assuage my ego and, and retcon it. Did I, did I do the full Amanda Carpenter? Is that what I did? You did not. I did not. No, I actually fought harder for him to get reelected. It seemed most days than he was at the time. Apparently, the good pastor is unaware of that part. Apparently, yeah. That's the plumb line, though. That, 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 that was the question that I was asked. I'm sorry, 
But that is some misplaced conviction. So help me understand. Because I know this gentleman is not alone. This Clemson 1776 guy. I get this perspective a lot. Okay, so help me understand. Donald Trump, this is his greatest accomplishment. He'll tell you. He's told us this more than once. He saved 100 million people. You don't want to participate in what he thinks is his greatest accomplishment. But then he gets a dispensation from you that someone like me who tried to who tried to warn you about the substance does not get. Help me understand this. Because I, I sincerely do not. Here is what I do understand. That misplaced conviction has no shot versus what we're up against. And they know this. They're not afraid of him at all. That's why they might that's why they might arrest him and perp walk him tomorrow. That's why they might process him tomorrow. They don't care. They're just politicians. Even the good ones. They're just politicians. There's a small group of us here in Iowa that are responsible for why any of you know who Mike Huckabee is. Me, Bob Vanderplatz, a group of us took a guy that no one could even pronounce his last name, let alone the name of the Baptist seminary he graduated from, which I still can't pronounce, by the way. We took him with no money, nothing, no name ID, nothing. And he ended up winning the highest turnout Iowa caucuses ever at the time. He became a national celebrity, had a lucrative show on Fox, bought himself a beachfront home in Florida, has a show now on TBN, I see. You guys ever heard me publicly or privately say a negative word to you at all about Mike Huckabee all these years? Can't remember the last time his name came up, actually. Yeah. I have the same literary agent that Mike Huckabee has. Frank Breeden, premier authors. We have the same literary agent. Frank has even tried, when we had like best-selling books, Frank's even tried to reach out to Huckabee. Nothing. Totally ghosted. Try to get him to take a look at the movie. Totally ghosted. Why? Well, we did you know, Neither Bob nor I supported his presidential run in 2016 when he tried it again. We wanted mid run in 2012 when he was still a hot number, but he liked his life and didn't feel called to run. So he tried to run again in 2016. We didn't support him. So suddenly, we're terrible people, even though we're the ones that are probably more responsible than, frankly, he is, for why you all know who he is now. If Mike Huckabee finishes fifth or sixth in the Iowa caucuses, does he ever get on Fox News? No. Ever get on? Does he even have a show on TBN now? No. Nobody knows who he is. Does his daughter probably become White House press secretary? She did a hell of a job, by the way. Governor of Arkansas, and she's Mm -hmm. off to a very strong start there, right? But all that happened because of what occurred here in Iowa, right? That's the genesis of all this. Yes. 
But despite the fact this has been going on for years, you've never heard me say one thing publicly or privately negative about Mike Huckabee. I never will. I love the guy. I just know this. We can't win like this. We are going to win like this. And I promise you this. You want some conviction? I'll give you some. I will, there is nothing. These guys have heard me say this privately, and I probably have said it publicly to all of you listening. There is nothing in my life other than being a dad that I have wanted to be a success at more than the making and release of this movie. Nothing, there's nothing professional. Nothing. Nothing. I've, I've wanted to be successful that I've been a part of more than this movie. Nothing. I have told you guys that. Mm-hmm. And you've seen that the last few years, right? So let me tell you this. If the cost of that success requires me to kiss any of your asses or lie to you, one time. Whether by commission or omission. Like I wasn't going to say what I was going to say, what I was thinking about Vivek. I wasn't going to say that last hour. I mentioned it to you guys privately over the weekend, but I wasn't going to say it. And I realized, no, that's a betrayal if I don't say it out loud too. So I'm going to. If the cost of this movie being successful is I have to kiss your ass and lie to you. I hope we don't sell one freaking ticket. I hope the Monday after it's released, I go on box office mojo and it says zero. Nobody saw it. And you can run and tell that homeboy. I promise you that. Bet that. Hell no. I've learned quite a bit. We are discussing subjects and going places I would have never envisioned three, four, five years ago would not have been comfortable with, frankly. And if I had known in advance, this is where leaving the comfy confines of WHO was going to force me to go. If I had known that 12 years ago, I probably would have stayed. Some of you haven't learned. They're just politicians. That's it. That's all they are. What is, what's populist about create a poison, brag about it, try to get me to sell it on, sell it to me to take it. But I'll offer you more grace and mercy than I probably would my own neighbors or family members. That's not populism at all. That's just hero worship. Now again, I'm greatly indebted to Trump that he ended Roe v. Wade. So, pretty easy choice for me. And it's not even a lesser of two evils choice. If he's the nominee, the guy that ended Roe v. Wade versus a literally, a literal demonic construct who's a dementia patient. Let me, let me think about that for like, not at all, okay? 
We have to learn what conviction is, though. Are Trump and Biden having an election tomorrow? They are not. Next next week? They are not. Next month? No. No. Anytime at all this year? We've got some time. So, we've, so, so yeah. guess what we can do right now? Tryouts. Let's have some tryouts. And let's get some answers to some questions. Like, imagine if everyone on Twitter over the weekend, whether they have a blue check mark or not, on the right, who is rightfully worked up about what the spirit of the age is trying to do to Trump. Imagine if all of them had the same level of energy about telling the truth about these deadly poisonous jabs. Imagine if we had that. I can't, quite frankly. Well, I get, I get a lot fewer people would have died. A lot fewer yes. people would have myocarditis. A lot fewer people would have not would have lost hearing in an ear. A lot fewer people um, would have um, suffered uh, um, an increase, a decrease in sperm motility, a miscarriage. We could go on and on and on. A loss of a job, a career they can't get back, and the, the, in many sectors like healthcare, a lot of them. It doesn't matter to them if their champion is a dementia patient. Used to be one of Montel, Montel Williams's hoes. Who can only cackle for communication. Or was a Rhodes Scholar like Bill Clinton. They don't, they don't care. They, they do not. The conviction marches on. Our conviction is in whom we love at the moment. Not the things we believe And that is why I promise you, and this won't sell any subscriptions to Blaze TV, sell a single ticket to Nefarious or a a book or anything else, but it's true. So I'm going to say it. I promise you, if we don't change that, we will lose. I promise you. You will be the generation that Reagan warned us about. You will one day have to tell your children, and it's a day that is very nigh, what it was once like in America when we were free. I promise you that is true. If we continue to love politicians more than they love us, if we continue to offer them more mercy and grace than we do our neighbors and our loved ones, I promise you we will lose. I promise that's the case. We will not out-cult a cult. I promise you that is true. This has been my TED Talk.